Hello and welcome to Going 19, the Stephen King podcast. Today is episode 67, where we're covering Wolves of the Cala, the Dark Tower, book five. We'll be going over part two, telling tales, covering chapters one through five, which is the tale of Grey Dick. My name is Allie. With me are Amber and Ed. Let's start the show. Hello. 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 It's, like, it's like deja vu all over again. <laughs> all right so I'm on the chapter page part two telling tales so uh well i guess part two is what it sounds like so far yeah um i got to fall in love with callahan again <laughs> oh my god i like a- we haven't like even so really gotten to all of it yet but it's just like he's such a likable character and i don't know why <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I want to see a movie just on like Callahan post on, uh, you know, Salem's Lot. <laughs> well, in having read Salem's Lot, I don't know why when he started his story, I expected him to start it like immediately post Salem's Lot. So I was very confused when he wasn't there yet. And I was like, wait, where are we? <laughs> I know all this already. <laughs> I forgot that he was a drunk in Salem's Lot, and that was part of the problem. <laughs> yeah, that was part of his like, yeah, faith crisis. I guess yeah. you would say. I think he says that it's easy to. Wait. Yeah. Are you having a crisis because you're a drunk, or are you a drunk because you're having a crisis? I think that right. Was the... <laughs> I think the so end was, result's the same. It was nice to get that little recap because, like, even we were saying last time, I don't exactly remember what happened. But... <laughs> I think I got a yeah right. We went and read sounds a lot. All we had to do was read that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a good point. He's got some nice little synopsises going on in here. Um, Eddie. Um, so he's talking about the second time they went toe dash. I think here at the beginning, right? He said it wasn't nineteen last night. Yes, it, it wasn't the same. So when they went to see the rose, it wasn't quite the same. Yeah, they said that that um, it wasn't nineteen and it was real. Wait, that one nursing is real. Wait, so they they okay. So if they're toe dashed, they're not really there. So they weren't toe dashed, is what they're saying. They were really there. Well, I mean, according to like how Callahan goes toe dashed, it's more of just world skipping than it is. Yeah, that guy over. sleeps on top of Black 13. What the fuck? Well, how about some? I mean, I know yeah. we're not into his story completely yet, but the fact that he just like, he's like, I don't really know which world I'm in until I see like the pink or the green bed or whatever it is. And I'm like, how can you live like that? Yeah. That? Um, <laughs> I got very confused when he was like, if I looked in my wallet and I saw like so and so's face on this bill. I would know where I was, and I was like, okay, so does the money change depending on the world you're in, or do you have just, like, a bunch of money that you can't use in the world you're in because it doesn't have the right face? I think it changes <laughs> because the presidents change. Mm. Yeah, I think the money itself, the yeah, the, the people on them change, and that is one of the ways he knows what world he's in. Oh but my he's God. just like, I'm... eh, whatever, at least I know, like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he's yeah, very so tired tied... about all of that. <laughs> I mean, he does drink a lot. Uh, 
now he's just old. He doesn't care anymore. But like, so when he's hiding from the uh, uh, the low men, by the way, I was glad. Yeah, you uh, were right. That's definitely why we had to read that story first. <laughs> right. I knew there was a reason, and I thought I had it right because I think you did the same thing, Emma. Right? Didn't I tell you the same thing? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I forgot that I, they uh, made another appearance, but I was like, oh, I like almost, you know. I will uh, say it was kind of funny. I had just read the part where the Lumen show up in this, and I was walking around my neighborhood and I saw stars and moons and chocolate. <laughs> and, and I was like, oh my God. <laughs> where were we, Amber? Readers. So oh, yeah. We saw the. Yeah, and it had, I think it had. There was like a star. It wasn't on there, but it was like nearby. <laughs> yeah, like it didn't have the moon, but it had like a something. It had two of the three <laughs> criteria. It was like a star and something. Yep, I told, there's a I to show it to you. There's a, a lost dog poster showed up at the end of our block uh, like a week <laughs> ago. I'm like, uh, and it says do not approach. I'm like, ooh, that's a different tactic. Um, <laughs> a, just it's like do not approach. Immediately called like ooh, so I guess he's dangerous. Um, so, we feel sorry for Jake not being a boy anymore. But I feel like it's all his fault. So yeah, really I feel like it started when you uh, let him die. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, it's not his fault that Jake's there. I don't know who controls that, but he. You know. No. I but I agree with you. He needs to just like get over it. It's we're already past that. Like these, this, yeah, what things, just... that's what you're gonna feel bad about. Yeah, yeah, and you notice, um, uh, it's a couple pages in. He says, uh, with well, that, uh, oh yeah, the roll, boy. roll, yep, yeah, he rolling calls him the boy. And I wrote, I even wrote that. I was like, the boy, uh oh, what's going on? <laughs> like Jake. <laughs> Jake turned into the boy. That's not a good story. Yeah, but he so when Roland says it in this way, he's like, I'm not going to be able to call him that anymore because he's growing up. And that was not my interpretation of the boy. Like, it was more as a way of depersonalizing him in my mind. <laughs> well, at least in the gunslinger it was. Oh, yeah, that's true. It's just, it's, well, same effect, different uh, uh, well, no, because motivations he makes it kind of endearing or he's like i call him that so he can help uh, i hold on to his childhood for him like <laughs> yeah maybe you should have been the one that had him like shooting plates if you wanted him to be a kid. <laughs> do this super cool thing whether well, never see you the same again and then just go back to like jumping out the bar window right when you could have had Susanna or Eddie do it too. Mm-hmm. I think it'd been more impressive if, you know, someone without legs from a wheelchair was doing that. Yeah. At the same time, though, I get it because he's proving that even the youngest and the least experienced of them can do this. Listen, I agree with you, but he needs to stop feeling sorry for himself about Jake growing up. <laughs> right. okay, Pretty yeah, much. I- uh, yeah, it's not his fault Jake's there, but everything else is pretty much his fault since <laughs> Jake got there. Um, wherever they are. So, yeah, so Midworld is where Jake showed up, and they're in Endworld right now, and that's just two parts of the same whole, like North and South America, right? I think. Yeah. I mean, and the, it, 
at least I don't know how accurate it is, but on the map I have, it's more like east west. But yeah. Well, yeah. I, well, yeah. So I turned it sideways, but yeah. Same, <laughs> same point. Uh, I like and I use that. Um, when I read this part it was about the um, like part four, the how they I didn't real. I like I never pictured the cow. I just pictured the cow. It kind of was like a like a flat desert with train tracks running through it. Uh, <laughs> and like they talk about the breathtaking stomach dropping view of the town and they're overlooking it. And I actually used a picture that was like that for the, uh, for the YouTube, uh, part. Cause I, 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 the image I thought was really cool. It's looking down. The, the one we use on the thing is, uh, like the wolves looking down over the town where they're about to go take all the kids. Yeah. Mm. I like the, the overlook, uh, view. The dev, how do you say Devartiti? Why is the weird name of the river? De uh, um, uh, the wait, branch so of the big river known as Devartiti Y, where it came out of the forest, the Devartiti or Tate Tet. I don't know what language I'm supposed to be using there. <laughs> I don't think he knows either. So, right, they lowered an energy. Yeah, I always thought that was a weird name. I never. The first time I never didn't realize it was a river. Um, Andy's being a smart ass to edit. Those who hold conversations with themselves keep sorry company. Sorry, Eddie. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to get to the part. Uh, Eddie is wait, we already did, Roland already did the dance, right? Or did he do that in this point? I think he does not. in the section. Yeah. Okay, so that's so what he's bizarre. talking about. So so we jump forward to Eddie and <laughs> he's like, of all the things that night, he remembered. Nothing was more vivid than the memory of the gunsling doing that. <laughs> Roland dancing, that's what he says. Like, yeah, because you know, I feel like I said this before, like Roland never really seems like got the chance to be a gunslinger or like as it was in you know the the society at the time he wasn't he, he keeps running into these people where he practices these old traditions i guess you'd say uh but like i feel like he never got a chance to live that life or interacting with people as a gunslinger because if he came a gunslinger got sent west came back and then you know martin uh Gabrielle thing happened and then you know Farson attacked like so we never got to like live so all these little things like he, I think he takes his entire wealth of knowledge he's not necessarily using so he takes advantage of it when he can mm -hmm. I think he was uh, rolling dancing it's just hard to wrap my head around <laughs> I also like seeing it from Eddie's perspective because of course he would find it the funniest or the strangest <laughs> Yeah, Eddie's known him the longest. Right? <laughs> Another little char yu tree uh, going on there. <laughs> Throw shit at us and yell char yu tree. Um, yeah, but I'm trying to pick up the, uh, the timeline again. Yeah, I'm trying to get to where... Uh, I hate sometimes I get like 10 pages without highlight. 
I think I didn't. Uh, oh, Eddie gave the speech, which I don't know why he. I don't remember why he had to do it. I didn't highlight any of that. Uh, the best part of that was um, the first surprise: Oi bowing to the assembled Califokan and declaring mm-hmm. himself Antet with his traveling mate. Mm-hmm. I love that. Like, <laughs> Oi, Eld, Dicky. Like what? He's like speaking sentences now. What is going on? I don't remember Oi doing. I mean, he's clearly like improving the more time he spends with Jake. So I, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Because yeah, well, like, like if they're intelligent enough to speak in the first <laughs> place, I feel like they should be able to like continue learning and improving that if they've lost it a little bit. Yeah, that's true. <clears throat> yeah. Um, Jake saying he's from the Catet of ninety and nine. <laughs> yeah, I was very confused about that. <laughs> what well, was that? Wait, I think I have that somewhere. It's on the same. <laughs> It's right after. Uh, wait, he just kind of sneaks that through, and like nobody said anything, right? Wait, Kata of nineteen. Roland. Eddie's night. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, yeah I like, see it. Go ahead. I was just gonna say, Roland like whispers in Jake's ear, and then he says it, and Eddie's like ninety nine. What's this ninety nine shit? <laughs> I see it. Yeah, and then it's like, well, he didn't know what the Kata of nineteen was either, and he said it himself. Right. right. <laughs> it's. That's a good point. Uh, but at least 19 has been like coming up and 99 we haven't heard of before now. So it's like, what is this now? <laughs> yeah, that is right. True. Now we got to see 99 everywhere. Oh my God. I can't keep up with 19. Uh, I mean, is that, I guess that is our first 99. I don't remember. Well, I kind of remember. I'm wondering okay. why, how Roland, like, where did that come from? <laughs> Roland doesn't seem too bothered. Well, all right, he can't. What is Roland's take? Is I can't worry about things I can't control no, right no. now. How like did that. Roland know? Like, why did he tell Jake to say ninety nine? You think that's what he said? I don't I think he told Jake to say the ninety nine. I think he told him to like let Oi declare himself. I mean, like you know, remember the face of your father or something. It's possible. I guess we can't really know because it says. Roland bent to whisper a brief something in Jake's ear. Jake nodded and then stepped forward confidently. And that's when he says it. Yeah, I mean, it does kind of seem like he told him to say something. I don't know. Maybe he just said, speak speak true and speak strong, Jake. But Jake wasn't done. He lifted oars, so it's like it could be either. (laughs) Yeah. Because, like, Jake already would have known through everyone else doing it that he had to introduce himself. I do feel like we've but seen... But it was when he lifted Oi out that he, like, looked to Roland for confirmation. So. Well, right. Well, that's... Wait, he did? For Oi? Sure. Um, uh, yeah. Jake gave Roland a quick glance. Are you sure? It asked, oh. and Roland nodded. I do think we've seen 99 before now. I just can't remember. <laughs> That's our uh, uh, email address and Facebook, 99 going 19. Well, I mean, we know what it's from, but. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, it's, I mean, it's not like a secret, right? Do we need to like pretend like we don't know? Okay, we don't know what it means in the story, but we know why it's there. The date 
Yeah, the date of his accident was June 19th, 1999. Oh, did not know that. Did, or oh, didn't sorry. remember that at least. Oh, so you were totally confused. I didn't realize that. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I we mean, should have just left like, it at that. I figured it had something to do with that, but I didn't, I didn't know for sure. Well, like you hit Stephen King and literally all he could do was sit there and write because he couldn't walk. So. It's <laughs> this funny is what how, happens. How we're, we're seeing signs of the, you know, um, real, quote unquote, real world in the book. But we're also seeing signs of the actual real world in the book. <laughs> like, okay, like, go tell me, explain like, that a little better. Because, you know, um, so like all these connections that they're seeing between going toe dash and like, like one New York seems real, maybe one doesn't. But then also like we're now seeing hints like we're seeing they're saying 99 to us as the reader. And we know that his accident was in 1999. And we're like, wait a second, what's happening here? <laughs> like, parts of the real world are coming into their real world. <laughs> well, hopefully that's the last time that happened. <laughs> um, yes, it doesn't get any less confusing as we keep going, that's for sure. <laughs> I'm still trying to... I still haven't figured out who the man in black is. So I haven't moved past that. <laughs> Well, we know some of who he is, <laughs> just not all of them. Yeah, right. So far, he's everybody that's bad <laughs> <laughs> and magical. Except for uh, me. King. <laughs> yeah, you know, he might end up being him at some point. You never know. That guy's a little mysterious. How much he has barely been mentioned, right? Maybe only a couple times. I think I learned more in that like synopsis at the beginning of this about him than anywhere else. About or maybe that who? was. Uh, Crimson King. Yeah, yeah. He's like just he's like the 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 big lurking bad guy that you might not ever see, kind of thing. <laughs> well, he's, he's he's like he's not even that. I mean, I guess he has. He's been lurking kind of since Wizard and Glass because that was really the first time we were affected. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if he existed before Wizard and Glass in Stephen King's mind, or if he just like. <laughs> He's yeah, like, was oh. Flag or was whatever the Walter, the villain before the original? Right. RF. <laughs> Intrepid, constant reader. You might notice those initials. I think I need that shirt. Just so you know, it's a shirt that says constant reader on it. <laughs> if, you know, if you know, you know. If you don't, you know. Um, so uh, I guess you would say, uh, all right, so. When they went to the Rose, and I barely remember what happened, Susanna stayed at the fence. Oh, and they were like, oh, the Rose is so awesome. And then, like, dead people started showing up. Right? Um, how that ended? And Roland's getting real suspicious of Susanna not wanting to go anywhere near, like, the stuff that they all want to see. Oh, you in the last section. Yes. Yeah. I thought you were talking that, about this I, second. No, no, I mean, I, I'm saying um, if they weren't Hodash, what was going on there, I guess, is my question. Because clearly, they're saying it was different than the first time. Uh, well, I don't think we know that yet. Yeah, so what was different, first... and do I care? 
the first time yeah. they said that like it didn't feel real right or is that the second time i can't remember was the black stuff there the second time i don't remember the black stuff was there both times but i think it was there more the first time going toe dash doesn't mean you're like you like you could go toe dash and go 19 <laughs> or you could go toe dash and go to keystone well i don't know if you know that yet well <laughs> I don't know what a keystone is. Yeah, never mind. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think. So I don't think either the way is gonna tell us if it's real or not. <laughs> yeah, maybe not. But the point I was trying to make is, and I have to maybe we'll get to it in the book here. But I remember thinking one of them they were saying one felt real and one did not. Yeah, like in the one you could, they couldn't actually like interact with the objects they were passing through them, but like not in the other one. They were like, they could have died, you know, like that's the difference. Yeah. Um, Allie, were you going to say something? Well, I didn't, I didn't really get the feeling that they could, like, they couldn't die versus they could in one or the other. Yeah, I don't know about that. I also, um, I mean, people were ignoring them in, like, both times they went Toad Ash, too. So I feel like, like, I know they said in the book, it felt different, it felt real. But just reading through their experiences, like, I don't know that I really saw a difference between the two times. Personally, at least. Yeah, I don't. I can't say that I remember what they said made it different. <laughs> they didn't really. <laughs> yeah, the whole. Well, the whole dance is from Eddie's perspective. You're like inside Eddie's head the whole time. I like. I like that. That's like that's the stuff you don't get with Susanna, like enough. But, <laughs> You know, know where she's coming from. Yep. I guess it's too complicated in there. Like, I forgot. It's like, it's crowded. That's for sure. Well, I mean, not on Susanna. Like, I wonder what Susanna's thinking. <laughs> we know what Mia's thinking. Yeah. Like, what does Susanna think? Because she of... thinks, she... oh, no, she doesn't think she's pregnant because she's getting her period. Right. Right. Which yeah, I like right. their explanation for that. Or, like, that means it's not a human baby. I'm like, okay. Oh, well, yeah, I've never thought of it that way. That <laughs> when Eddie's like, you know, you're not doing a good job of making me feel better. I'm surprised he's like, hey, he did, but he's like, that's not my job. <laughs> yeah, rolling the therapist. <laughs> uh, he's like, uh, hey, uh, by the way, the baby's not yours. It's a demon baby. Are, are you cool with that? You know, because. Susanna can't know that she's having a demon baby yet because I need her to like throw some plates at people, possibly. Oh, <laughs> uh, and Eddie's just like, okay, whatever. And I don't really. Um, yeah, he's kind of had like was way too calm about that. <laughs> right, like fucking Eddie was uh, taking tranquilizers or something. Whoa. Maybe Roland just said, I want to use your wife until uh, I don't well, need to anymore. And then we can deal with the whole pregnancy thing. And then he's like, oh, yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Sure, why not? <laughs> he did what say could... that, like, his primary goal is saving the rose. So 
he'll save he said he even said like i'll sacrifice her for that if i have to but like, <laughs> like i'm not buying that i don't, I don't know. know yeah i i feel like at that point it's basically just trying to turn him into roland and i'm like that's not the point of eddie though like <laughs> we need dissenting opinions from roland's right eddie's they're, they're, he's trying too hard i think to make eddie all in like uh, I think all in means different things to different people. Uh, for Roland, it means you know who cares if everybody dies, but I don't think that's what it means for Eddie. What good is gaining the tower if he's lost everything? <laughs> uh, Telford um, slimes his way up to Eddie. Uh, I don't like that guy. Uh, he, he's kind of greasy. Uh, like, uh, like, which one is he? The one that looks um, like Paul Cartwright. <laughs> the one that looks like what? The one who looks like Pa Cartwright. Right. Yeah. 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 Like straight out of the um, Beverly Hillbillies. Um, he's asking. Um, he's talking to Eddie. Like, how many guns do you have? Well, you want to take on the wolves. You have no guns. I. He's like I admit, I think the idea is madness. I've made no secret of it. Like he's, uh, yeah, I'm there. No. Almost logically explains why it doesn't work, and you can almost believe him. Um, he's like, well, Overholder felt that way and changed his mind. He's like, oh yes, Wayne the Weathervane, we call him. Like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> he's got a nickname. This isn't the first time he's changed his mind. <laughs> Or he just made it up on the spot. He did it pretty good. He and, and yeah, like enroll. You're, I think Amber said you said uh, like, or I just read that everyone really wants to know them to prove who they are. It's like, look, it's do it or don't. We we can keep going. I'm not gonna. Why do I need to? Right. Like that. That's what Telford says. Uh, I never heard of a woman gunslinger. No, you know, or a boy, even apprentice. How are we to know who you say you are? Tell me, I beg. I love it, but like you're not really in a place to like be asking these kinds of questions. Yeah, you yeah, don't. Like, if you've never seen a gunslinger before, then how? Like, what could he do to prove it? You know, what could he possibly do to make you believe that he's actually a gunslinger, other than like put on a shooting display, which at that point you're wasting ammo, or to like outright kill someone, which you don't want him to do because the wolves aren't there yet. <laughs> Yeah, that is I mean, true. I don't think gunslingers can do it. It's either, look, it's like this. They're, they are who they say they are, or, well, they're either gunslingers or harriers, right? Well, who else would they be coming into town like this? Yeah. So either they are who they say they are and they're going to help, or they're not, and they're all fucked. So either way, I don't have to prove to you who I am. <laughs> Take it or leave it. You better hope I am who I say I am, because if I'm not, you're fucked. Right. <laughs> Too late either way. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, and if we're like Harriers, we're in town, buddy. We're not leaving now. We just took over. You didn't know it. Like they're not gonna wait for the feather to talk. The all important um, feather of justice. <laughs> and then yeah, and Telford's like, "Who are you really? Tell me, I beg." I'd have been like. Dude, no, uh, uh-uh, uh, who are you? That's the really? end. <laughs> yeah, and Eddie's like, I hope 
you're not questioning my honesty. I hope to Christ you're not doing that. But yeah, yeah, get him. <laughs> and he's my favorite. Fear wasn't better than respect, but by God, it was better than nothing. Um, has have you ever used the guns you carry? Like that, you stop questioning me. I, this is starting to feel like an interrogation. So you know what? I was so uh, annoyed at this guy with all these questions. I couldn't take. Like I wanted to reach into the book. Uh, and I like because I thought the same thing. Like Telford sounded so reasonable. He sounded like the people in uh, what was it, Blood, where they're like, "You shot uh, fucking Winston today was his birthday. What'd you do that for?" <laughs> oh man, yeah, that reasonable tone. He's like, <laughs> and I still remember that. Like, it is like, oh yeah, Winston was trying to kill me. That probably had something to do with it. Um, he danced twice with Susanna in his arms. So he was carrying her, right? <laughs> that sounds uh, heavy. <laughs> Although I guess Eddie's, you know, I guess he's pretty buff at this point. He's been pushing that damn wheelchair all over the place, right? And wherever they go, it's doesn't doesn't seem to he doesn't seem to get tired of it. <laughs> it's like the radio on Gilligan's Island and never runs out of batteries. Wait, do you guys know what that is? Say that one more time. What did you say? Gilligan's Island. Do you know what that is? Mm-hmm. The radio, like for ten years, never ran out of batteries. <laughs> like that. There's a commercial for Doracell right there. Um. Okay. Then Eddie thinks her boobs look bigger, and then dismissed it. Isn't he sleeping like cradling her every night? Wouldn't he? (laughs) Oh, and uh, by the way, Amber. Um. Honky tonk woman uh, made another appearance. Did we talk about that? I think we talked about it like privately. Yeah. Um, Alley Honky Tonk Woman is the same song in 112263 that gives away the time traveler as something uh, is not right with him. It doesn't give away what he is doing, but it, 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 it makes everyone suspicious. So uh, clearly he likes that song. <laughs> He's a big Stones fan, I think. They're they're in a lot of his uh, stuff. Yeah. And apparently, Hey Dude is his favorite song ever because it's for some reason all over Midworld, which I never really. I guess that's one of them things like one of the Callahan type people brought it over with him, <laughs> hopping back and forth between worlds. So, it's, so when he's hiding, it took me a minute for that to figure out that. He was just like randomly world hopping for no reason. He just started hearing the chimes out of the blue, right? Was it the low man? Was that the first time he heard him? Or the first time he uh, world flipped when he was hiding from them? Uh, no. uh... Well, he started hearing the chimes when he started seeing the blue around the vampires. Yeah. It's when he started being able to see that like I think the chimes were connected to the vampires. 
He could always see the blue, right? No, once Barlow bit him. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. In New York, like in his story, he could always see the vampire. Yes. Uh, but he's because he said as like it was after the thing with Barlow that it started happening and he wasn't sure what was wrong with him. He couldn't get the taste out of his mouth. Oh, yeah. What was it? Onions. Like dead Smell fish of onion? and something. I don't remember. <laughs> it don't, are, um, don't all the vampires smell like old onions or something? Uh, anyway. Like the black guy bopping to that same beat. It's all the beam and it's all 19. <laughs> Singing 19, man. I like how he made up like a whole uh, song for the Come Come Along song. <laughs> I mean, it, I guess I don't. I'm not sure what, how I'm supposed to be singing that in my head. I mean, I kind of just glossed over that. <laughs> oh, I tried to actually like say it. Um, the most of them, you know, some of them are words and some of them aren't. <laughs> so that makes it uh, more difficult. <clears throat> anyway, so they fall in love with Roland, who uh, has uh, what rheumatism or something? I'm not sure what's going on there. <laughs> well, it's not regular arthritis, apparently, because that's which. What's the dry? Wait, wait. Did they say dry twist yet? think so yes i understand the point of that anyway if not just to tell us that roland's getting old i guess because there's no concept of time (laughs) well he's he's clearly hiding it yeah that i also don't understand why why does it matter like he's hiding that he's hiding mia uh he's telling eddie to shut up i think he told Jake not to say something, I think. So this, this is not a good like trend that I'm seeing here. He's Rolling keeping secrets. I don't I, not... Yeah, what? Sorry. Well no, like just at the end of the section, he's like he's like, I have a another plan that I can't trust anyone with because I can't trust Eddie not to tell Susanna who might be influenced by Mia and Jake might tell his <laughs> new friend. So I just have to keep my own counsel. And I'm like, what? What? I don't understand why they are his content if he feels like he can't trust them with things. Right. What's the point? I was kind of mad. You gotta say. As soon as he said, I can't trust anybody, like, okay, you need to give Eddie more credit and you need to stop overlooking Jake. Jake is probably the strongest one of the bunch right now. For sure. And how about the fact that, like, clearly the way he's done it in the past has not worked for him, so maybe he should try something different. Then. <laughs> right. He's like, well, if, if I'm wrong, they'll all die, but I'll still go to the tower. I'll get know. a new cadet. <laughs> right. We'll see what happens. Clearly, yeah. Right. Before will again. Uh, yeah, I was uh, annoyed and disappointed that he was saying that stuff. It seemed very convenient. Um, mm-hmm. But... Okay. And it goes to the same, like, he's keeping secrets now. Why? Is it just like, let's just deal with the wolves and we'll worry about all this shit later? 
Um, yeah. Okay. Isn't, that how, isn't that how it ends? It's like 23 days to the wolves or something. <laughs> and how do they know the exact day? Andy was like moon to moon or whatever he said. I think he said 30 days or something. I thought he, I remember. Yeah, that. he said 30. He's, did he say the exact day? And the guy was like moon to moon and something, something. He's like close enough. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe he did say the exact day. Um, yeah, Callahan. I was, I was, <laughs> I love his story. I, I would like to pull his story out and make another little book about him, like from Salem's Lot until Dark Tower. I, I want mm -hmm. that. I remember the first time I read this book, like, like the, the his story really stuck with me and I kind of just loved the idea of like being able to walk somewhere and then just kind of find a bridge that's not usually there and walk into another version of your universe. <laughs> I think that would also be a little scary, but it, it is fascinating. Well, would it be, I don't know, an easy way to lose your mind? Well, that, that's know. why I like Callahan, well, maybe he already has lost his mind at that point because he doesn't really seem to care. <laughs> well, no, that's not fair. He does at first. Because <laughs> when he, it first happens, he thinks he's going, he's like, I'm not going crazy. I am here. This is real. I know this is real. <laughs> was it like Inception where he spins to the top to see if, <laughs> see if he's in the real world? Yeah, I mean, he's went from Barlow and just he just got on a bus and ended up in New York, I think, right? And he was clearly running from that. He's just a drunk in the beginning. And then he like sobers up and falls in love with uh, Lupe. Delgado. Lupe. Of course. <laughs> That's because things are going 19. His, his <laughs> name is Delgado. <laughs> I said everything is going 19 and I get to keep saying it. Um, it finally makes sense. A little town called Los Zapatos. Like, really, even I know what that means. <laughs> the shoes. Well, but, Come on, yeah. Come on, man. Yeah, but that was also the town where um Mark and what's his face were hiding at the beginning of Salem's oh. Lot. Was it? I did not remember that. Yeah. <sighs> it can't be real, right? Oh, well, there might be a town called the Shoes. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Did not look that up. <laughs> I was kind of hoping it was Zawatsaneho, but it was not. You guys know what that's from? Nope. Dawshank is the town in Mexico that they meet in at the end. Mm. Little, little town. I, he describes it. I can't quote it. My brother can. Little town in the middle of nowhere. Zawatsaneho. Because he couldn't say it. All right, he couldn't write it down. He had to remember it. They were in prison. Anyway, that's a different story. Um, I like how uh, Callahan says, uh, and uh, he's talking about Black 13, and he's like, did it send you uh, anywhere? And he's like, Los Zapatos. And I think it sent me to the Castle of the King. And uh, <laughs> Susanna's like, what king? Arthur Eld is like, well, no, not quite. Let's let's just not mention that at night. It's probably a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs>
the poor oh the poor guy on the Red Sox, man. He calls him out in the book by name, like, oh, that's there for eternity. <laughs> Wait, is it a real guy? Oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> but it, it really happened what he's talking about. Ah. I'm not um, a sports fan. I don't know. <laughs> oh yeah, there's a whole special on um like how long it took him to get over it. <laughs> um, anyway. Like, like a um, when they go to Callahan, what do you say? There's nothing, or rather, nothing in front of something when when they're looking at, or they they know where the ball is, but they're not necessarily looking at it yet. Like sending the mind in the direction of Callahan's church. I think we're in Roland now. Yeah, it's like there's nothing, or rather, nothing in front of something, like a like a cloaking device from Star Trek. Um, we don't know. He hasn't told that story, right? It, it, uh, how he got Blackbird, right? What? We don't know how Callahan ended up with Blackbird Jr. Yet, right? No, not yet. Not yet. Yeah, I, I, I still go back to why the hell are you sleeping on top of this thing that sends you world hopping for no reason? Why? Well, is he sleeping in the church or is he sleeping in the house while they're staying? He sleeps in the house, I thought. Well, I I, right, I don't mean literally right on top of it. I just said. Well, yeah, that's true. Because they have service in there. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, that was weird. Like, look, Callahan's like king shit, huh? Well, somebody even had that thought. Though. They were like, wow, like that ball is there when they have service. They could just send them all flying out if they wanted to. <laughs> yeah, yeah like, why isn't that? that out in the middle of the like desert or jungle or whatever is around them somewhere buried very deeply where no one can ever find it. You know, it doesn't really seem to matter because there's it's still finding them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, it does have a long reach. Before they even went to the town. <laughs> right. Mullen's so. dreaming about Jericho Hill, man. I'm going to have to go get my graphic novel and read about Jericho Hill. Yeah. I get excited like every time he remembers it. He's still that's yeah. It's it's just interesting, I guess. I don't like was the graphic novel out at this time or like he never talks about it in the actual series. You know, that's a good question. I'm not sure. Like did he know that was coming out or he just wanted to keep that like a secret forever? <laughs> like he wanted to keep that for his just in case I want to write something again. <laughs> I wish he would. I, I don't know. I'd have to look at that. Because it's kind of, it's like it's a really big deal. <laughs> yeah. In the, the, in the like context. The all gunslingers except for Roland. Yeah, that's kind of big. Yeah, your whole society, civilization <laughs> fucking ended, basically. Uh, and that influences like everything that's happening right now is happening because of that. It is just really difficult to. But I'm just gonna keep calling it the Jericho Hill incident. <laughs> um, all right, that is the end of the podcast. Everybody, say goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.